Hey, Greg. Hey, Emily. Where are you right now? I'm in your basement. Uh, that's that. That is true. But what were you doing in my basement? Well, we're recording our hundredth episode of High Voltage with Double A. Yeah, yay! Hundred episode. We started off our first episode like this. It was in your apartment, in your small bedroom. Thanks for pointing that out. I mean, it, you don't have air like air conditioning, AC, heat. They just want you to freeze to death out here. I do have AC. I don't have heat. That's not good because it's like you know, it's just that it's that it's the fall, it's the winter. It's not good. What they, they do? They really like you in your apartment, Greg. Do do your friends and like do they like you? Do they respect I, you enough? I get the short end of the stick at this point. Mm. Come on, man. You gotta stick up for yourself. Mm. Gotta say, I'm the producer of a great podcast, and we have a lot of success on here. And it's okay. Maybe it's because of just one person, but you are also the reason why. And Sam. Our executive producer, shout out to him. He put the money and paid for this microphone, which we're talking into. That's our one main investment of the whole thing. But how do you feel? 100 episodes over a year in. It's around a year, but over a year. How do you feel about the whole process? How you like this this experience so far? We've come a long way, AA. Yes, we have. But I think we made a lot of improvements over many, many episodes. You know, I, I think we're in a good spot right now. And yeah, I think we're, we're ready to get right into it. Yeah, so let me let me ask you this question. How far do you think this podcast could go? Like, Do you think we could hit 200? Do you think that we could get a YouTube channel like a Pat McAfee? A thousand. A thousand. A, a thousand episodes before someone says, hey, I think you might need to stop, and I'll say, no, we're not stopping. We're mm-hmm. not stopping until we hit a million oh, God. episodes. We're, <laughs> this is the rest of your life, double A. Okay. Well, I'm not sure I'm going to have a voice by, by that last yeah, episode. Keep podcasting, yeah. I mean, hey, hey, man, you know, there's a lot of topics out there. I always say that. But this now, talk to the people about our topic today. Because when we when we went through the first episode, it was just like a rundown of the podcast. I actually kind of look back on that episode. And I'm like, that was just a little bit disorganized. We talked the Eagles and we went through the podcast. We talked about ourselves. And I'm like, that was a little disorganized on my part. I thought, you know, it would be more smoother in the transition. But with this episode, talk to the people about how we've come about, talk about minor leagues. Because people may say, like, first of all, I don't like baseball. Second of all, I don't even know what the minor leagues is. And third of all, it's not really talked about that much. Talk to me about how we've all come around, me and you, with minor leagues. And specifically, what we're about to get into is minor league stadiums in specific. How we got around to this point, I guess... I mean, I don't even know how to answer that. I mean, it just kind of came about. What do you mean just came about? I mean, I don't know where the interest for me came from exactly. I think... It was from you. I will admit it, that. It, I'm into baseball, but you got me to believe more into, like, minor leagues is, you know, something. Yeah, because I wasn't more so about the players or the teams. Mm. That, I mean, I'm coming from a different... I'm, I'm like, oh, I like the logo. I like the mascot, the team name, uh, the stadiums. Like, that's what I'm more interested in. Like, big thing about baseball is, oh... Well, not the big thing, but one of the big things is the stadiums. From sure. Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball, is everyone has a different stadium. Yes. And with Minor League Baseball, there are so many teams that exist, not just affiliated teams, but unaffiliated independent teams as well. Yeah. There's so much to go and see. Mm-hmm. So, and, and with that, too, because there's so much to go see and, like, they're trying to bring you in, those Minor League teams, like, so they're putting more out there. Hey, you want to, you know, Dollar Dog Night. Yeah, come see us, but dollar dog night or three dollar beers or, you know, some other promotion. So like, minor league teams put forth a lot of effort, and I think that's what attracted me to it. It's not just yeah. oh, here's a developmental kind of team. No, no, there's so much more to it. Yeah, I mean, it, what was the first game that you've ever been to a minor league game? 
That's when I was a kid when uh, the Camden River Sharks existed. Yeah. Out in Camden. Whatever the field was called, the Campbell Soup Field or Campbell Field or whatever it was. Did it taste good? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I know but it's an advertisement. Th- that's when I was a kid. And then after that, the first stadium I went after that, so when I was in like high school, went to the Blue Rocks, mm-hmm. Wilmington Blue Rocks. And then from there, I didn't go to another minor league game until last summer, I think, mm-hmm. was the first time I really got back into it. Into it. Sure. Not really back into it. But, you know, I like collecting hats, too, and they have so many different logos yeah. and things. So I have a bunch of minor league baseball hats, and, and, I, and I love that because they're wacky. They are wacky. And you have a few uh, few jerseys, too. A few, uh, like, memorabilia stuff. Like I, have, I think I only have one minor league jersey because they're not too cheap. You can find ah. them, but... I got a Lakewood Blue Claws jersey. Mm. That was cheap. It came in like a mystery box of stuff. Uh. Like f- 50 bucks, <laughs> you got like a hat, a jersey. Oh, wow. Some other collectibles, like a drawstring bag, a, a beach towel. So for 50 well, yeah. bucks, really not a bad price. Yeah. But really what I want to talk about with uh, with Miley's, at least just like saying us into the episode because we're going to do rankings of the scenes of which we, we've been to. And, 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 I, and I talked about like traveling before – you know, like you, I gave you a few suggestions on place where I go. Miley's, we actually in, in Pennsylvania have a few good ones near here. Like you have Scranton, Reading, Lehigh Valley. I know you could go all the way out to Erie, Altoona. There's one in Trenton, Somerset, Lakewood. You also have a few in Maryland. Greg just mentioned Wilmington. I mean, there's, there's just plenty to go to. And if you're a baseball fan, I understand this may not be the time to do so right now. But keep in track when spring comes around, when summer comes around, when you have some time to just take up an hour well actually it's gonna be two hours because you have to drive there and back just to drive there and just the thing about baseball stadiums is that it's not football or basketball or hockey where you're just dealing with an oval of a stadium right like each stadium that we've been to is different like when it comes to the outset like the what you see back in center field like do you see a building do you see trees do you see woods do you maybe for one of them do you see a train track or maybe when it comes to the dimensions, is different. Maybe the field's turf. Or maybe the atmosphere is way more electric. Or maybe the outside of the stadium. Like, each stadium is different. Each stadium is unique. And that's where I'm kind of like, I haven't seen that many basketball games. I haven't been to one football game yet. With hockey, maybe just the Flyers and maybe one time with the Phantoms. But other than that, baseball, there's a lot of things I've been to because each one's different. And I appreciate that of a sport that tries to get people out to see them because it can change a baseball game, changes the the atmosphere. I mean, we see in the playoffs, right, a big impact that it can have. And I just appreciate that uh, that they try to, you know, switch up a little bit, that even though you're not playing, you can still have a lot of fun watching baseball because when it comes down to it, it is America's pastime. It's the best game, in my opinion. And we see in the playoffs, we, we see it throughout the regular season. It is a long season, but it's still a great sport, and I think minor leagues can do that. And there's no other minor leagues. I know you can say the G League. I know you can say uh, the KHL or whatever with hockey. Minor leagues, there's nothing like it, and you just got to give it its pause. I understand it's not taken seriously, but really I hope after this episode that it is. And Greg, you just said it. I mean, there's great promotions. Uh, You also have cheap tickets for great seats. Like if you want to see a game behind home plate, good luck paying for it for an MLB team. It may cost 15 or 20 behind home plate with a, a minor league team. That's really awesome. And I would definitely just say this too, that like it's fast. Miley games on average is around like two hours. Maybe if you get into extras, I know that might push it up a little bit. But MLB knows that. 
Like, an MLB game is not that long. So I just hope that you just realize that it might be a better version of watching baseball, not only for your wallet, not only for your for your eyes, but at the same time, it might just be a better environment instead of tense and stress. And also realize it's a long season. You could just realize you can just have a good time because they're trying to get you to have a good time rather than just getting your your butt into the seat in which that's majorly stands. Like, it's just a more looser innocent kind of environment but for before we get into it and, and i'm going to ask you a, a great question of like what makes a stadium I just, because we are movie people we've talked movies plenty of times on this podcast before and if you haven't checked those out i mean like i said there's a lot of episodes out there when it comes to minor league movies there's not many of them but which one do you think is your favorite or maybe one of at least if you've seen it <laughs> Well, double A, I've seen, I think, one movie about minor league baseball. Oh, just one. I've seen two, man. Come on, you gotta oh, see the other that's one. That's a lot better. The other one. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one other one. Bull Durham. Yeah. With Kevin Cosner. I think that's like um, a Yeah. It's kind of like a rom-com-ish kind of movie. Yeah. Um, a little bit about minor league baseball. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you like Kevin Cosner, so. I, I mean, do. I, yeah, do. I enjoy him. I mean, and what's the other baseball movie that he, A Field of Dreams. I, I think I thought he might have done yeah. more baseball movies, right? Or was it just those main two? Uh, honestly, he might have done. He likes his sports movies. He oh, your draft day. Draft day. <laughs> it's not a great movie, but but you gotta see the rookie. The rookie, I would say. Now, don't get me wrong. Bull Durham is fully into like minor leagues. Everything with that is just minor leagues, and don't even give me major league three. Okay, like that's just you know a third a third movie rarely is going to be better than than the first one. But when it comes to the rookie, like you have the whole process. He's a teacher. He's a small baseball coach, and then he gets like you see a little bit of the recruitment process. You see a little like a, a lot of him in like the minors, and then he makes the majors. It's a full circle kind of thing. And I think when it comes down to minors, even though we're not going to talk about players that much i mean we're all seeing baseball games like we're not going to the stand just to see the stadium like we're seeing these players with their dreams of becoming a major league baseball player and sure don't get me wrong it is their dream to be professional baseball players which my leaguers are and i know there's going to be something with them becoming a union and then hopefully get more money and better conditions because at the same time most of them are under minimum wage in which that's a separate topic for another day i'm not an economic expert but what i will say though is that they still it's still a great game to play and you see the personality sometimes and you just see just like these guys are human beings too and and i really think that when it comes to the movie the rookie bull Durant, when it, it's more about romance than anything uh, but baseball was just a like a compliment and put it into context with the rookie it really does come for full circle and so even though it's not like a great movie when it comes to sports it's not really like that many great movies like an eight like clint eastwood when it comes to like million dollar baby you know one of the greatest movies of all time that's a sports movie but with the rookie i really do suggest that you check that out yep well, at least for you and I guess the audience too. I was mostly talking to you because I can't see anybody. I can just see you since you know, like you're right here. When it comes to stadiums, now transitioning a little bit over, what makes a great stadium? There's got to be a lot of variables. Maybe it's different. Maybe it's the same. But you lead it all. What in your mind makes a great stadium? Um, I would say, I guess there's two things. Location is a big one. Is it you know just like built in a new development, or is it kind of like in they kind of put it into a scenic area? Mm. You know where where are they putting the stadium? And the other thing is, is it unique? Because I'll I'll say this: I've been to stadiums, and you have too. I mean, same list almost. Yeah, we've been to where, different. Where stadiums, some of them so. are, I wouldn't say cookie cutter, but very similar. You know, mm. you walk in, you have the concourse. It's a basic concourse. It loops around, you know, from third baseline to the first, mm. and behind the home plate, and then down below is, you know, you have your seats, and yeah. that's about it. 
some have extras around. You know, maybe yeah. they have a little alleyway where they have games to play or stuff for you know kids to do, I guess. Or they have some extra seating for eating. You know, mm. picnic areas or you know a few different areas. But I like something that's a little bit more unique. That's not just that. Or if it's you know bigger than that, I think that's what makes a, a stadium a good stadium. Well, what makes it unique though? Not just being that. Like I mentioned, that cookie cutter kind of thing. Like, but for those that haven't really been to a stadium, because it's not, it's not like you're, you're not going to see the same thing. No. Baseball stadium as in a football or basketball or hockey stadium. Like, I, I, it's not just just being outside, obviously. But like, there's different things that that really tell you. Okay, first of all, this is baseball, and then secondly, this is what makes you uh, a stadium think, different. I think it's more than just being. Well, here's the field, and here's where you can grab food and sit. <laughs> if there's more, like, hey, maybe I can go sit in the outfield or go swimming. If there's mm. a pool or something. Or, hey, there's a, a picnic area that has, like, you know, if there's an event going on and you can have it catered or, you know, it's a buffet over there or something. Or I don't know why that. but yeah. Or there's just, like, more than just, well, here's baseball. Yeah. You know, there's other things that are going on or it's just something, you know, like I said, unique. Maybe it, it emphasizes if it's in a mountainous area, the mountains behind it. Oh, I like or, that. Or, you like know, that. it takes part of the nature around it, too. Maybe something like that as well. So I'm going to I'm going to phrase some of the things I think about informs the question so that because I don't think you touched upon it as much as you could have when it comes to the atmosphere, the fans, it, it, like it's electric or they're into it. Maybe there's not that many people, or maybe there is a lot of people. How do you factor that in? Because I really, I, I actually that is a variable of mine. Well, what do you think about that? I mean, I think when I go through Harrisburg, it's it's uh, so I have nine stadiums listed. It's it, it's kind of it's a fine stadium, a beautiful stadium, and I like being right next to the Capitol. It was like less than a mile away. I was able to walk to it from there. Like I like the location. I guess I didn't think about location that that much, and you know, like having that background mm-hmm. like behind center field is something that I should maybe consider more. Because I told you, I showed you some pictures. I'm like, oh, it looks great back here, back here. I didn't think about that. But there, it was really lackluster. And it's almost like, you know, someone hits a foul ball, you can just walk over I section to section. Grab it. Just grab it. You know, instead of having, like, you got to make a catch or there's a tussle for it. Or even just, like, there's not that much support, which I get it. It's minor leagues. Mm-hmm. But with Harrisburg, a double-A team, and don't get me wrong, we're not probably not going to remember single-A, double-A, triple-A. We're going to try to do our best. If I had to research it, so be it. But, like, for a double-A team, you don't have much to do at Harrisburg. I would expect you know at least a thousand more people than the amount that came out so i would de- and also like are they really into the game like if they up by a lot of runs are, are they still gonna like you know like let's get on more or if, if it comes to an extra innings game are they feeling a little bit stressed like you kind of have that sense of the environment of, of, the, of the people around you like this that's gotta be something to consider i mean how, how can yeah, it not I, i'm with you on that honestly i mean you go to games where it's like hey no one's really caring about yeah. it. I mean, you have a few people there that definitely either have season tickets or, you know, really like to go to these games because they enjoy that, that team and, you know, the impact it has on their season and stuff like that. But, yeah, for the most part, I feel like that makes or breaks kind of your experience there, the atmosphere. Because when you go to a major league game, the atmosphere is always there. Yeah. Even if the team's terrible. Well, it depends on, it's you know, sort of, what team it's it sort is. Of, yeah. yeah, what team it is. But for the most part, it's always there. Whereas minor league game... You still have that baseball atmosphere. The game is being played, yeah. but when a stadium is more empty versus being full, it's not as exciting. Yeah, it really kind of like, oh, well, should I even come to this game? Mm-hmm. You know, there's no one here. Why am I here? Yeah. Um, whereas if there are a lot of people there, you don't think about that. Mm-hmm. But when there's not a lot of people there, you start to think about it more. And like you said, and I'm gonna say here is it makes or breaks 
that experience. Well, also I'll, I'll I'll say this, and I know I was just talking in the context of these major of these these baseball players, and then like you know the spirit of the minor leagues is that they're trying to reach their dream, yep. you know the 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 level. But when it comes to the fans, I feel like the spirit of minor leagues is that when it comes to these people, and you go to these areas, I understand Lehigh Valley is like an Allentown, you know, so that is like a city. But for the most part. You, you go to these places and there's not a lot to do there. It's like not in the like not I don't want to say the best of area, but like there's just not that much to do there. Like what what kind of entertainment are they really going to go to? Like you know, and I feel like when it comes to minor league teams, I would expect those that show up a little bit more because now don't get me wrong, maybe just not maybe they're going to the beach, in which of course in Jersey you know it's definitely right there. It's it's I mean how can you possibly miss it? And and even though you may not like the beach, it's still a place to relax. When it comes to like like things to do, for the most part, people go to these games because there's just not a lot to, to do there. And the fact that it's cheap, it's like okay, I've been there like ten times, but you know like it's I like baseball games, I like watching it live, and it's out of my way to see the Phillies or the Yankees or the Mets. Like it's right here. Like I would expect you know more fans to show up just because of that. And also of course you're still going to have people like me and Greg where we're outsiders, we're not really close to the town or the city in which it's it's near and you know i i would just think that there's got to be a little bit more support the fact that you know this team you've been around this team maybe for your whole life so i i what's i guess maybe that's to go in the spirit of it but at the same time it is a little bit hit or miss about whether or not about uh how many people are going to show show up there and it, it, i guess it depends on some things like if you think it was going to rain earlier in the day of course you're not going to get your ticket you know like i there are some things with that but i'm just like i want to i want to sense like I do really care about this team. I do really root for this team. Because, again, even though it's not that serious, it's not a major league team, it's still your team. Like, you identify with a town that you live in. Like, say if you do live in Somerset, like, oh, we got the Patriots here. You know, like, that is something that, that like, oh, we're a fan of the Phillies. Like, because you because proximity matters with people. A team that you could just go, like, walk into, maybe from your house or maybe it's, a, like, a 10-minute drive. Like, it's really close to you. That matters with some people. So, I hopefully, when it comes to the spirit... Another variable that I have for me is also the, the dimensions, right? Like, think about Fenway Park. It's very unique with the Green Monster, right? Or when it comes to Dodger Stadium, you have the low walls, a left and right field. Like, when it comes to these stadiums, now, sure, there's a lot of advertisements. That's going to be there for most stadiums. But when it comes to, like, is it 400 feet out in center field or is it maybe 420 or maybe left field? Is it closer to home play than this other stadium? Like, the dimensions do kind of matter. And I know it doesn't affect us that much. But at the same time, like, you talk about uniqueness, like there could be a higher wall. I think I think Wellington has a high left field wall, you know, and the stadiums that we've been to, I think there might be one or two other ones. And and also, uh, uh, I guess this kind of goes along with dimensions. So I'm talking about the playing field, but also the dimensions when it comes to the outfield. Of like I like Lehigh Valley as grass; you can sit on it. it. Feels like as if you're on a picnic. Same thing with Scranton. I like that you can walk in, like in like center field. You could like you know Lakewood. I definitely like because it's like you're at the shore, right? Like and they call themselves the Jersey Shore. Blue calls. I don't like places that like it cuts it off after like almost near the foul pole, left and right field because uh the the, the space that you would walk around left center, right center. That's like for a parking lot or maybe I was just talking about Somerset. That's where the train track is. Like I want to walk around the whole stadium. I don't want it to like to be cut off. So that is definitely something within the stadium I definitely take into account. And you know that's again different. Not every stadium is going to be similar. It's not cookie cutter. So hopefully I can see more stands and there could be more that can walk around the outfield. But what do you think about that? Because I've been talking for a while. I mean, you want to walk around the outfield, don't you? Like, I mean, you don't want to yeah, just say, like, that's, oh, that's our end point. I, I, I have I, to turn I back now. I not to go into that much when I talk about uniqueness. But that's what I kind of meant. It's like, oh, can I go hmm. lay in the outfield? <laughs> like, sure. Behind, can I watch? You, know, you got to, like, elaborate. Is there, is there, like, a grass patch to go watch the game from behind 
you know, the outfield. I mean, the ultimate, right? that is, like, old school. Can like, I, people in concerts sit on grass, yeah, you know? Like, that's what yeah, they do. Yeah, like, a lawn to lay on or, you know, walk behind. Is there stuff yeah. going on back there, you know? I like a full stadium kind of walk around yeah. roundabout or not roundabout but wrap around <laughs> yeah. kind of walkway whereas with minor league i've seen a lot where it's like you said it's foul pole to foul pole yeah starting from home base and that's it you don't get that outfield portion whereas when you go to minor league or major league games you do you yeah. can walk around the entire stadium minor league they kind of cut that off like you said for parking lot purposes or just mm-hmm. whatever else needs to go back there but i would say i like having that extra space and it definitely makes the stadium more unique in having that. Yeah. I, I don't want to feel like I'm at a minor league stadium because I know I am at one. Like, you can't just lie to yourself. But I don't want to, like, like I want it to be adequate enough of major league stadiums. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, this is like a dump I'm at, right? Like, because then it's like, okay, this this owner or this minor league team is just being cheap. Like, I would like it to know, uh, to like, for it to be taken care of, in which, for the most part, there's, and, and that's another thing, too. I don't want to cut myself off and, and get distracted, but there's a lot of workers. Like, I realized one of the things going to these minor league stands over the past summer, there's a lot of people who work there, and it just reminds me there's just a whole lot of people in this country, and there's a lot of people who work at places that they may not be making a lot of money or it may not matter that much, but like people in the parking lot, you know, or people attending like, about where what seat to, to go to or like assisting you. Like, there's a lot of people that work and I kind of feel bad when it comes to the lesser teams especially of high A single A maybe even double A to a lesser extent triple A I can understand and it depends on the organization of course but when it comes down uh, when it comes down to back to what I was just saying like it needs to feel uh, like at least I don't want to sense that it's a mildly stadium like, I, like I'm like i not saying it's a majorly stadium but I don't want it to be so bad that like oh wait a second I'm at a mildly stadium because it has the connotation of it is like the little brother you know but I don't I, I don't want to like feel like it's bad in, in any particular way because it didn't do something that I expected you know like something that that's just the standard now I know we talked about this a little bit but I do think it's a bonus to see guys on rehab assignments or guys that uh, that are top prospects when i went to somerset now this gave a leg up over other players and i go i know with lehigh Valley, we know a few of the players like i went to lehigh Valley recently you know Derek hall is like you know he's hit home runs for the phillies but sock kingery you know we know him i guess for, for bad reasons but for somerset like i was saying i saw rose chapman harrison bader guys on rehab assignments now they're playing for the yankees and they played in october for the postseason but also Jason Dominguez, like top prospects, you're going to see some. And also in Wilmington, I saw Mick Abel. So going through the rankings, I'm probably going to mention that again. But at the same time, it is cool to see someone going through the motions, fixing their mechanics, and just be, you see it before your eyes that they're becoming a better player each day. Now I know, playing playing six consecutive days, because you have to realize with minor leagues, it's not majors where you play three series or maybe a four-game series. Maybe you have a day off in between, or maybe you play it back-to-back. But these guys, no matter what, have a six-game series with each day off coming on a Monday. So that, that gives them a little bit of time to travel so it's six consecutive days that these guys are playing and they don't have as many days as a major league team would have so it's just like they're, they're getting better each day but they're also tired and they're trying their best you know like they still care about winning and there's something to play for they care about the development I've seen guys that i know and the fact that i don't know that many like top prospects i of course i know the major leagues but there may be something i'm not aware of um, we have assignment and i just have, so happen to be there like that's really cool i contribute that to be a bonus but is there any other like things for you that you say like impacted your rankings as you were doing it for this episode really no i'm pretty simple well i i you realize i could just cut that r and just say oh i'm pretty simple you know like you, you're not the like are you really a simple person one, one press of a button double a i can delete your entire podcast 
<laughs> you will not have it anymore on any platform. And why would you do that? If you did, if you cut my audio, man, maybe. Well, why would you say that? I'm a simple person. Like, why I, would you I say don't that? need. I don't need much. I'm pretty basic with this stuff. Oh uh, come on, man! You don't sense like anything the thrill of baseball and like just it, how can you not be romantic about baseball? I, I, I that's a funny thing. I don't care for the game. It's I mean it's fine. Yeah, like, I don't hate it at all, but. It's I like the atmosphere going to the game more than watching the game, mm. like paying attention to all the stats, all that stuff. I like just sitting there and enjoying it. I guess I'm a little bit more complicated, so maybe I'm just a complicated person. I think you know, I think we've realized that with some of my opinions and my line of thinking about how that that's possibly true. But I'm just like, what other things for me? And I think it's I think the game kind of matters a little bit. Like I think one reason I ranked. Uh, this team last is because I went to a, a game that like there was like 17 walks and it's a collegiate draft league and I'll, and I'll get to what that is in, in a second but like there was 30 runs scored you know like that's where it's kind of like yeah like like some and also the sprinklers went off there like you know like come on get your stuff together but at the same time like you go to different stadiums to see something different and I just you know like there's gotta be something more to it and you that i'm thinking for you there's gotta be something more that i'm, I'm trying to like get out of you i don't know you, you enjoy minor league games for something like is do you do it just because it's just cheaper and it's baseball like i mean yeah. you're not even you're not yeah. even the biggest baseball fan i'm just kind of like a one and done with these stadium kind of things because mm. there's so much more to experience like yes i'm not out of baseball it's just i need to find another place to go to yeah i'm, I'm like that too actually like i want to see all of it and I don't necessarily care much about, you know, the inner workings of it. Because mm. I go there, sit down. If I enjoy sitting down there, yeah, sure, <laughs> that's good. If it's not, then it's not. I mean, I also would say, I just remember when talking about, like, the, the game. Like, you say that you, the game doesn't matter, like, that much. If you see a walk-off, that's got to be something. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's cool, but that doesn't affect my stadium stuff. Mm. Because, because it, it does play into the atmosphere. It plays into, like... You saw but, this yeah, game but, at this thing yeah, at this, this time. This goes back to how many people are there to watch. Well, it goes right back to that because if there's nobody watching and a walk off happens, you're the only one cheering. Like that's sure. like you know, if there's a lot of people, that's cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Everyone's having that same reaction, but there's uh, you know, like 300 people there. Sure. So, like, let me also ask ask this. I'm kind of like thinking in my mind, maybe we're. I, I want to try like hit like factors or whatever, just to get, you know have people think about it for for themselves because it's not just baseball i mean people go to different stadiums like there's what you put on on tv there's always people at a game like there's always like it's never going to be completely empty unless maybe it's a rain delay second game of dollar hair i get that or the oakland a's or the oakland a's I, there's, and there's many teams that you know are just bad franchises and they need to get you know like the, not like their fan base is bad because like, oakland i think is underrated but just like they need to you know like and the Pittsburgh Pirates, they again they just want something to cheer for and then you don't see that many people in that stadium but what about when it comes to these two things that you see it with a friend does that make the experience better or possibly getting a foul ball or you know like there's and maybe you're interacting with the mascot or maybe you got i i remember one time trying even though like i said with that game was really bad i got a hot dog you know like just like what about other things maybe part of that friendly atmosphere that makes you say you know what maybe it makes it a little bit better just the experience part of it well i think what you just said a friendly atmosphere that's what would make it make your break a stadium if i'm having a good time like you said like if i go see the mascot you know cheering for him or get a picture with him at my age uh, um <laughs> it is kind of weird i get like a hot dog or you know some food thing or you know it's a promotion so i'm there for that specific reason mm-hmm. if it, like that would make me enjoy it more 
and I'm having a good time. Yeah. Uh, whereas if there's not like there is no mascot or he just isn't coming around much mm. or you know like I always love in between innings or even in the half innings like in between you know the top and the bottom of an inning the announcer or whoever is going around you know doing <laughs> some like they're asking people questions or doing some fun game on the field or something that's what I love about minor leagues they're always doing something yeah major leagues oh let's look at the scoreboard here's a video of the players saying their favorite song or something. Mm. Okay, I you can barely hear it half the time because it's you know everyone's like talking around you. Yeah. Or like going to a game with a friend that always makes it better. I, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, because you're talking to them and you're not just talking about you know whatever, but you're probably talking about the game and yeah. the stadium, mm-hmm. especially if it's a new experience for both of you. Going to that new stadium, you're like, oh, this is cool. This is what we can talk about compared to others. That's what me and Double A do. Yeah. You know, we compare these to others, or we just talk about what we like about the stadium or what we don't like. So going with a friend is always a positive to anything, so you're not just by yourself. I know. I know you're the kind of person that doesn't like being by yourself. No, you get more out of it if you're with other people. What about the foul foul ball that you get, like, uh, eh. Uh, I think I've gone a few times, and you just got to give it to a kid. I've seen that happen with you. But, like, the thing is, like, I think with that, with the foul ball, it goes back to the how many people are there. If there's nobody there, you can uh, inning after the foul ball was hit to a, a seat, you can just walk over there and still get it probably. Yep. If there's a lot of people there, I think the foul ball thing comes. Well, okay, so for instance, I was at a uh, Harrisburg game. Sure. I was sitting on the third baseline, mm. and we were yelling at the left fielder. Field. You also right. could have been near the bullpen, the opposing bullpen. We were. Yeah. But well, they, I, the I remember bullpen, that. Stadium. The bullpen there is further. Ba- it's like, like right in that back corner. It's near the foul pole. Yeah, it's right there in that back corner. But we were yelling at the, the fielder. How shallow was this fielder? Not too much. Because I know the left fielder was actually like bring up the bullpen because well, we were, we were, we were past deep. third base, close to him, but not too close. But okay. I mean, you could shout. He could definitely hear. Cause there's not, no, yeah, yeah, there's nobody. But um, and then I at one point I was got him to get me a, a ball. Mm. So he just threw a ball. I dropped it. Oh, buddy! Uh, it was a terrible throw. Yeah. Okay, fine. You'll um, blame others. But okay. I did drop it, and he didn't make me feel good about that. Did it land on the field after you dropped it? No, it landed right in front of me. Okay, good, because sometimes like people are catching it, and then it falls back in the field play, and then the field's got to get back to get the ball because, you you know, like that might be a tripping hazard. Yeah. That, so, that's when you really feel bad. Yeah, so, but, you know, that was cool. If I got a foul ball and there were a lot of people there, that'd be cool too. Yeah. But So what did you, what did you do with the ball? Oh, my, I gave, my friend took it. That I was with. Oh, what? He's so selfish. Well, he he picked it up off the ground, made fun of me, and then took the ball home. Gotta give it to a kid. But I don't... Well, there were no kids in that area, in that section. Oh, so you actually could We were just it. around, like, other adults. They kept it. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, like, I don't care for foul balls and stuff like that. I, that doesn't mean too much to me, honestly. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it might I, just I, mean, like, Destiny. You know, like, the foul ball came to you at this stadium. Like, I mean, I, I thought it might be, you know, like, a smidge of a bonus or... Whatever, but I want to touch about, uh, upon something that you kind of talked about a little bit. That when you're in a stadium, and like like uh, this happens with minor league games too, that like when the inning changes, uh, half innings over, whatever, then there's nothing that happens at a major league stadium. Nothing. Like you're like going into the top of the fourth inning, the bottom of the third, and it like during this time when you're at home, it's a commercial. When you're at the stadium, you're just waiting and you're seeing the guys like warm up, or whatever. At a minor league stadium, there's always something, someone making fun of themselves or the promotion or whatever. But that got me thinking in another direction, not just that, that when it comes to major league stadiums, you can just watch on TV. Like it's accessible to everyone and you're more likely to have MLB.TV than you are MILB.TV. 
and when it comes down to watching my league stadia, you don't you you can watch the iron picks. It depends on what ch- what channel it is. I kind of forget what it is, but you can't really watch my league stadia games. You can't. Like, you can watch Major League teams because, I mean, they have all TV deals. But with minor league teams, this seems like the only way you get to watch them is by going to these these stadiums. And so I, that's why I kind of, like, like when it comes to traveling, you got to go out and do it. Like, to, if you, to see what we're talking about, you can't just watch it. Because it's not like, you, why would anyone really want to pay for MILB.TV? You'd rather pay that for MLB.TV. And even so, I you know, like, it's part of the experience. You'd rather go out to see a game. It's way cheaper. And so the only way you can really watch it and then also experience it because they make it, they don't make it boring for you even during those happenings when the guys are warming up. Like they, there is something to get your eyes out to. Like for like the, there's a bat dog, you know, in Trenton, and and that's still and that's and some teams also do it, but it's re- it's really cool. There's there's always something to see, and they and they and they understand that there's no commercials when you're at a stadium, so they really want to make it out for your experience and not make you feel bored. They're always trying to get you like up and going, maybe to stand up. So you can't do that at a major league stadium, and then you can't even watch minor league games. Like the, the only way you really can watch it is by going to it because maybe AAA again. I don't want to like be like corrected. On, on stuff, double A, single A, high A, low A, good luck finding something on your local TV. It's just majorly staying to you, but you have to go out to it. And I feel like that's good. It gets people out of their house. You may have to travel a little bit. We have to travel, like, it seems like at least an hour, wherever Miley stands that we go to. Uh, we don't have one in Philly. Maybe we should root for one, you know, just uh, just just for our selfishness. But again, you go out. It's not a terrible thing just to get out of your house a little bit and drive. Now, if you don't like driving, that's another thing. That's not good. Still, let's get on with these rankings here. So I'll set it up like this. Greg, you have been to, without me, you have been to Altoona, Frederick, and Kennyanapolis. You brought up Camden, but of course that's not doesn't long. Exist doesn't anymore. exist anymore, which is unfortunate. You know yeah. the realignment and and you know like maybe financial pro- troubles because that was like over like twenty years ago. So you, it may might may have been the yeah. realignment process, but also could just been other things. I have been to on my own Somerset, Lakewood, which is the Jersey Shore Blue Cross, Scranton, and Trenton, which is part of the MLB Draft League, which is basically you have after that realignment. Old AAA teams, or maybe it doesn't even have to be AAA, you have teams full of college players that essentially they're done college baseball like around, I don't know, like May or June or whatever case. Maybe once the season's over for them, they continue playing throughout the summer for their profiles, their prospects, just to have scouts being there, you know, for themselves. And I'm not sure if what, what the eligibility, I'm not sure what the whole rules is, but it's college players. And which, again, I talked about that lopsided score and it was a terrible game. You could tell they were college players. It's not even Miley. So, I do, I do. You should check that trend. I think there's one in West Virginia. There's other teams out there, but still, just be aware that the quality of play may be a little bit less. Now, stands that we both been to. We both been to Lehigh Valley. I mean, my company was very. The company I work at gave us free tickets, and I, and I took advantage of that. I'd gone to like three or four games, two or three with with you. Reading, we've been to Harrisburg. That's probably the farthest one that we both been to. Not at the same time, but we both been to that one. Wilmington, we both been to and then our team we just went together not that long ago so when it comes to your number nine what is what is the well actually excuse me nine and so you've been to how many eight, eight. and i've been to nine yeah okay so i'll start with nine and then we could go back and forth with with uh, because we're going to go tra- go down to all the way to number one this is just for we'll just talk about minor leagues you know like i said we talk about a lot of things on this podcast and i and you know me i like to compare you mentioned it a little bit earlier with like comparing the stands and what and having something to talk about but also you know who doesn't like a good ranking i mean i haven't done my movie rankings in a long time and you were part of that episode 
with Scott. So when it comes to number nine, yeah, I, I just brought up with the MLB draft, like Trennan. I mean, they, it was just like the, the guys couldn't stop walking. Fans kind of knew it, you know. It was kind of like, oh my god, like another walk here, or like, and 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 you couldn't go out in the outfield. You couldn't walk around the whole stand. It wasn't necessarily like it was a terrible stand. It wasn't like dirty or it wasn't like you know broken or whatever. But you could just tell that Yankees affiliate at one point. You could just tell it's kind of not anymore. Maybe because of the atmosphere, it was fine, and then kind of like you know people started to leave. The game wasn't great, and it's just like uh, you know. But if I think for the most part, just I it, just I do think the game had a big impact on it. Maybe because of the LMB draft league, so it's not truly minors. The location is fine. It's not that it's it's in trend, so like there is you know things to do. The background, I guess there wasn't that much to it. But I guess maybe the dimension is really a big part of it. I would like to walk around, and I'll just say too, you know, just the quality of the game. I didn't even see the whole game. You know, like you 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 really would like to to do that. The bat dog is great. And I just remember because I got a ball that had like the bat dog on it. Oh, whatever game you go to, maybe you you get inspired and you go to my league game. Collect something from it. I know you talk about the hats. I always feel like I gotta buy like a little something. You know, like I, I remember I got uh, the last time I went to the I Valley. I got a postcard just like just like you can see the whole field. You know, just to remember what that field looks like. It is a beautiful stadium. So with with nine, it, it's not the greatest note to start on. But I, I've been to Trenton. I know, Greg, you gotta go there at some point just to experience it and just to say that you've been there but it's not I, w- I wish I had a little bit of a better time my experience wasn't as great which is it just nine I mean you could say like you're probably gonna have worse experiences and that might be true but just hopefully you can have a better time than me Greg uh, what is your number eight as we now are on the same page when it comes to you know eight stadiums yeah my number eight is Frederick down in Maryland. So talk to me about that one. I've not so, been to that one. Yeah, it's the home of the Frederick Keys. Mm. I think they might be like, you know, like the MLB Draft League kind of thing, I think. I'm not too sure what they are. Didn't play well when I was there, I'll tell you that much. But with that, it basic stadium, like, it definitely had, I'm trying to look for pictures of it, but it had definitely like a higher outfield wall, I believe. Yeah, it did. But they were full of advertisements. We sat right behind the home dugout, which was kind of cool. You know, it has a high wall up there, so, you know, you can't walk behind the stadium. That's all parking lot behind it, basically. They do have, what is it, like... I I see a little bit of a patch, so I have a picture up here. I see a little bit of patch green near the left foul pole. Yeah, you can walk there, but it's not, like... That's a weird place to put a foul. Yeah, I mean, to put I'm showing AA a picture right now of it. Oh, wow. It's, that's that's dirt. That's, that's it's like, just dirt. It's it, a dirt patch. <laughs> it's really worn down. Uh, yeah, and the other thing with that, they don't have a team store. They have no a way. small little tent, like, like a stand, like a stand. It's like a little stand under a little tent, like a super. It's super small. It's basically like a you know one wow. of those foldable tables, and you have a few hats and maybe a shirt or two. I saw that at at, at Trenton too, but they did have a team store yep. a, a, a near. Yeah, no no team store here at all. Oh, um, man. With the food and stuff on the concourse, wasn't too much. Not a lot of choices. Not that I care for that. Sure. Or maybe but food maybe does go into it. A food sort of does. I don't necessarily look for that. I'm more of a hot dog and go sit down kind of guy. But oh, if they have man. something unique, I go for it. At Frederick, I got these little corn dog bites. Ooh. They were they were fun. Something fun to have. Uh, eating but, something is fun? Well, it's something unique. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Corn that goes back bites. to our first episode a little bit. But, uh, eating shouldn't just be fun. No, but, besides uh, that, I mean, it was just basic. Nothing, yeah. not too much to it. There wasn't a lot of fun stuff going on but in between the innings. Like they were always doing something, but nothing too exciting. Mm-hmm. So I put that at number eight. 
probably something I would probably not go back to, unfortunately. Team store is definitely a big thing for me because I like to collect hats from everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And there are places I have not gotten a hat from for, you know, they have a team store, except Frederick, obviously. <laughs> but even I looked at the hats that they had at the table, at the stand. Nothing interests me. And I don't, I don't do snapbacks. Or, oh, snapback hats, yeah. Yeah, I don't do those. It has to have a little bit of a curve to it. Mm. It doesn't need to be much. Well, but couldn't it still you needs make to, the curve yourself? You could, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Because it's not built yeah. into that hat, so it kind of makes it worse. But, like, hat selection goes into the team store as well. Cause it does. I, like, in, for instance, with Aberdeen, I didn't buy a hat there because they just didn't have anything that was good enough. Yeah. That didn't fit what I wanted, what my style. And the prices were terrible there too. They were really high up. Like the cheapest hat was thirty bucks, I think. Oh, buddy! And it's a picture of Cal Ripken. I don't really want that necessarily on a hat because people be like, "Well, what team is that?" Well, it's not the Cal Ripken team. (laughs) It's the Ironbirds. So it was just bad. But that's you know for another ranking, another um, another spot in this ranking. Yeah. Talk about them. But uh, you're number eight. I would say Harrisburg. I mean, I the stadium's fine. The stadium's good. I mean, it, it, it was just, I guess, the atmosphere. Just there was, I was really surprised. It was, and I think what time was it? It was like six oh five or maybe six thirty game, something like that. I remember the sun being out, like and it was kind of hot because it, it was, it was still summer. You can clearly tell it's still summer, and just not that many people were out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that I can walk from the capital of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That wasn't Harrisburg, to, and just go to the stadium. But I'm like. I really felt like it was it was just boring, you know. The, not the game itself. I, I mean, it was it was high scoring, you know. Like something happened nearly every half inning, but I was just like the people were not into it. Felt like they were just too relaxed, and and, and I don't, a home run ball actually came near me, but because there wasn't really. Uh, there was actually, you know, a few people, but I had a chance to get it because there really wasn't that many people. Like, I actually like it when it's closer to being sold out rather than no people being there. I don't know. I mean, I remember when it comes to me walking around, and that and that is a big thing for me. I got to walk around. I got to, like, you know, I want to see it a little bit. And the location is not great. Like, it's on an island, I think it is. Like, And, and don't get me wrong, that's kind of different. There's really nothing around the stadium. It's just really the stadium is the only thing that's there, so the location may not be that great. But then when you, you can walk around, but then when you're around right field, center field, and, and like going into like left center, there's really nothing much there. It's just like to get to point A to point B. You know, like it's almost like you have to walk through like this hallway. And there's really nothing to look at as you're walking through. I guess maybe, you know, there's a porta potty there, but still, there's nothing really much there. So I'm like, not my favorite. And, and again, it's a double A team. You know, there's probably some good players that play that. I actually, my favorite part, it doesn't have to do with sand. There's bobbleheads there. You know, those were really cool. And of course, you're not supposed to touch those. Like Steven Strasburg, Bryce Harper, Ryan Zimmerman holding that 2019. World Series trophy in which they just got not that long ago. Like, other than that, that's not the stadium, though. And don't get me wrong, like, if you're behind home plate near those bobbleheads, you could see a nice view of Harrisburg, but that doesn't necessarily, again, have to do with the stadium and, and because it, we're on an island. So that doesn't necessarily have to do with location either. So I know Harrisburg is probably going to be a little bit higher than mine, but at the same time, I wish maybe I just went on a bad day. And I know people go on vacation, but I was a, I was a little bit underwhelmed. And I guess another thing with the stadiums, it's just your expectations going into it. I had maybe too high of expectations, and I got and I really disappointed me. Yeah, so mine's definitely higher. Yeah, for Harrisburg. Yeah, you definitely um, got to talk to me about your experience. Moving on to seven. Uh, number seven, I had the Blue Rocks. Okay, I haven't been there in a long time, close to ten years, eight, ten years, somewhere in that time frame. But I remember just being pretty basic. You know, you walk in, you have your concourse. 
this is what I was talking about earlier. Like, it's not that unique. Like, everything is going to have a concourse, and it's going to have its seats <laughs> down below. Yeah. But what else is there? You can't walk behind the field mm-hmm. or, you know, in the outfield. You can't walk back there. And that's about it. I mean, I don't remember too much about it, so that might be why it's in this position, unfortunately. But there wasn't – when I was there, I mean, I didn't do much exploring there. I did walk around the entire concourse, you know, from first to third and back and forth, you know. But that's about it. It wasn't too exciting for me there. And, you know, it's by a bridge, right? It's by, yeah. yeah. And there's also, the, like, it's what, right near a movie theater, too? Like, near, yeah, like, a shopping center? It's not like, much. And no. there's a huge parking lot around it. There's not much there. Free parking, though. Yeah. Okay. That's, he, that's he the one free thing. Parking. He I loves do. Any free parking. But, um, it's not, parking's not easy to come by these days. No, but that's why I put it number seven. Not a lot of explanation to it, but that's just my. You know, so I'm going to add one thing here. We actually have the same ranking here. We don't. We actually didn't like like mingle. We, we actually just went about our rankings separately, and we actually had the same one. So there's not much I'm going to add to it. The one thing I will say, and and it's kind of sad. Like it's I've been to one more stadium. Maybe it should have been at eight, but because I saw Mick Abel, and I was actually with two buddies of mine that live in Aston, and you know, like they haven't been to a game in a long time. I think that might have bumped it out just a little bit, but still, we came down to the same ranking of seven. So what you said, I'm not going to touch upon much, much more. And and Mick Abel look good. The Phillies' future may be something, even though the single eighteen doesn't look good at all. But yeah, the stadium itself, talk about the stadium specifically, yeah, I guess you might say is the definition of basic. And and, and you're right with the wall, dimensions. I, I When it comes to the concourse and food, I, I know you touched upon it with with number eight. I don't really think about it that much. I don't usually get food I, because I already know I got to buy something in like the store where I got batting gloves, you know, with uh, the Blue Rock. But still, like there's really nothing much more to it other than that, at least talk about the stadium specifically. But what is your number six now? Uh, so number six is Aberdeen uh, down in Maryland. So the Ironbirds, home of the Ironbirds. So this is pretty basic as well. You can't walk in the outfield. You know, there's no, you like you said, you have the basic uh, first to third kind of thing going on. But there is a little bit extra to it. You have picnic areas. So a lot of picnic mm-hmm. tables and like places to sit and eat that isn't your seat. That's right. I forgot which about I enjoy that. You can sit in... Um, basically right field almost mm-hmm. like on that first baseline basically but pretty far back and eat and watch the game and catch a foul ball i mean we saw a guy doing that he was like standing there <laughs> waiting for foul balls the entire game yeah he's the only one there i mean left field has a similar situation as well you walk down and there's a little seating area with picnic tables that's nice i like that addition and then concourse the cool thing about that now it is number six so it's not too high up but they do have food options, different food options, because it's in Maryland. Mm. So they had, like, a seafood cart. Yeah, they do. But the price is, I'm not buying anything there. I bought a hot dog there, average, you know, hot dog at a stadium. Mm-hmm. The seats were cool. You know, you're close. And they have two different sections to the seats, like 100 and 200. But the only difference between those is, you know, you walk up one extra step from the 100 section to the 200 section. Yeah. So it's not like it's sitting above you know, like the concourse, like at some stadiums do, you know, you have to go up this flight of stairs, get up to the upper deck. It's not like that here. The upper deck is really just one step above the lower deck. So no different. And it's cheaper to do that. And you're only sitting like five more feet back. Yeah. That's why it's, you know, at number six, nothing too special with the, you know, any seating. It's a relatively small stadium. It's not huge. It's cool, like, in left field, they or, like, behind the stadium in left, uh, they have, like, an old mill building of sorts. That's mm-hmm. all, it's a hotel. But behind the stadium, like, you know, if someone hit a home run, it just goes into the abyss. 
Yeah. But if they hit a foul ball, it hits the top of the stadium and then bounces in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool if you want to run out there and grab a foul ball. Double A tried doing that. <laughs> uh, came up with no 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 foul balls there. Mm. Uh, but you know nothing too special for me. It's it's a nice stadium though. If you ever find yourself down there, guy, bring your uh, your baseball gloves. So I have Aberdeen very close. I'm going to get to that pretty soon. But just remind me when it comes to Reading. Reading is number six for me, and I, and I have a good feeling that we might have had it flipped. Like, do you remember that we're if we were able to walk around? Or not because it's been a while since we've been to Reading. I think that might have been the first game that we went to together. We walked around the stadium. We did. Yeah. Okay. We explored. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. when it comes to First Energy Stadium, that's what the name of it is. When it comes to Reading, so you could walk around in it, but I just felt like maybe it was it maybe it was the, the fact that it was my first stadium, and then I just went to more and more stadiums, and I'm like, wow, this stadium is better. Like you know, you're seeing more things that are better than the first one you've been to. I mean, it is an older stadium, but I, and I don't want to just keep using the word basic, but I will say that there's nothing like too much that really makes it stand out. I mean, this is a prof- like a professional stadium in terms of you know like it's definitely double A. It's keep up well with it, and you could even argue like you know major leaguers could play like. But with this one, I just, it was just really between my number five, and number six in line with uh, with number five. Even though you could walk around with this one with with number five, you can, which I don't want to revere it just yet. So maybe I'll talk about it a little bit more as to just what my tiebreakers were. But when it, again, there's nothing there's nothing against it, but maybe there's just not too many things for it. Other than, I, I like the fireworks. Don't get me wrong, I, I did. Uh, that was, that's, I took video of that. And there's and there's a lot of minor league teams that, that do fireworks and, you know, it's just a matter of which fireworks you like. Maybe the time is in, like maybe it was like during like near Independence Day that we went to or something like that. But all I know is that, you know, nothing really just stood out. Like, again, maybe it's the first one. I don't have a great memory. But there was nothing like, oh, yeah, I definitely am taking this away from this stand. There was just nothing really I could say about it. I guess maybe that was my differentiator between six and five. But what is your number five as now we get more and more closer to number one? Yeah, my number five is Reading. Mm. So what you I, definitely could talk about it better than, than what, I did. What I like about Reading is it's an older stadium. Like, they have not updated this in terms of, you know the actual foundation they didn't tear it down and do a new one it's just how it is but it's nice because it's old it's got a little bit of history to it i feel like what i like about it it's different than other ones we've talked about so far yeah you walk in walk in from behind home plate you walk in you go through the gate there's like a midway kind of section there it reminds if you go to like a carnival or something you got stuff on both sides of you like mm-hmm. you know food and games and like stuff to do and then you walk into the actual concourse, which is actually under the bleachers. Oh. So it's it's completely contained. You know, you don't see anything in terms of the field. Mm-hmm. Whereas other ones, you walk in, you know, you have the field in front of you and then the food behind you. Yeah. This is, there's food on both sides or the bathrooms on one side, food on the other side. And then the, the store is down there too. So it's kind of like you're inside like a mountain or, you know, you're in a cave is Ooh. what it feels like. You know, you're underground here. Because I don't remember Not really that. underground, but you're under the bleachers. In a completely like double, you know, walled hallway. So on both sides, it's the wall. No, mm-hmm. you don't see the field at all until you come out the other side uh, by third base. But the store is pretty nice. Uh, I'm, they had a lot of hats. They had the whoopie pie hat. Oh, that I right. have. They had a lot of alternate hats for the team. One was a whoopie pie, so I bought that. Uh, it's a brown hat. Pretty ugly, but I like it. Barely fits, though. It was the only one they had. Oh, ugly. And it but barely fits. But the other thing I don't, the one thing I don't like about this is like the players have to use. There's. It's old, so they don't have, like, a dugout that goes to, like, their locker room with the bathrooms. We see, we saw a player or two literally just walk in 
out of the dugout oh, that's right. to go to the regular bathroom where you know, everyone else cool. goes to the bathroom. Like, it's cool to see that, to see them, but at the same time, it's like, wow, it's an old place. <laughs> they yeah. don't have, like, updated facilities, unfortunately. But I enjoyed, like, behind the stadium was nice. You know, it's kind of just, like, a lot of trees. You see maybe some mountains in the back. They, I'm pretty sure they have a pool in right field, but they have, like, a party venue area, oh, okay. I think. But I just like how it's old, too. Like, it's, you know, this, and they keep it that way for a reason, you know. Um, new scoreboard, it looked like. But I like this. I, I like this. So I put it at number five. Oh, and we sat in, you know, the upper deck, like in the bleachers, and they had a hot dog stand up there in the uh, bleachers. You just turn around, walk up a few steps, and there you can get a hot dog. Mm-hmm. But no, I put it at number five. So I, I know it's a little bit too late, but I would kind of have it tied now with five because I totally forgot about the players uh, walking and, and a little bit with the background, you know, not, maybe not the greatest trees. I mean, it kind of like these trees kind of look thin and, and not taking well care of, you know, like not maybe not the best trees. Like would you want like a big bushy tree? Like these trees out here, I wish you talked about more. Aberdeen's my five. Like so again, we, yeah. so we do kind of swap. So the thing that with Aberdeen that I like is that it kind of is like Cannon Yards a little bit. And Cannon Yards is one of my top state. And like I know I gotta do an episode, with my buddy Mark. But with MLB stadiums, like Cannon Yards is like either my one or two. And if you're trying to replicate it, and I understand it may be turf, at least it looks it definitely doesn't look like grass. That if you try to emulate one of the best stadiums in Major League Baseball for minor leagues, that you're definitely doing something right. And sure, it's not like you have the the background of the 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 outside. It's, I know it may not be brick. I know not everything's gonna be exactly like it. But I just have a feel that this is truly an Orioles park. And, and again, what's something that's nostalgic about the Orioles? It's the ballpark. And not even just talking about that because it, it doesn't really make it itself. What about the background? There are definitely a lot of trees and just trees. I mean, it's a complex, but all you really see is trees. So uh, you can't walk around there. That's a little unfortunate, which, you know, comparing this to Reading, I'm like, it is definitely a downgrade. But at the same time, I felt like with this one, I gave it an exception because I did like seeing the background. I felt like, even for as low as it was, single A or high A or whatever it was, this is a pretty nice stadium because as the higher that you go, double A to triple A, and then of course the majors, you expect a better stadium. This is one of the better ones within its class. So I definitely give it a lot of credit there. And I definitely would say too that, you know, I like the environment and I, people in Maryland, in Baltimore, definitely like their baseball. And I do like the location of this, again, within a complex and... Uh, there's other baseball fields not not home to you know a minor league team, but I just I just felt like just everything just comes together with this stadium. I, I again I wish you could walk around a little bit more and and there might be a picnic area with this. Uh, with, I think you did say there's a picnic area with this one. I forgot to mention that with Harrisburg and which that is nice. You know like not like the great as greatest I guess I think about. I guess I will say there's definitely some attributes to this one that. That just it, it's a feeling. I guess maybe because my nostalgia for the Orioles is a little bit biased to my nostalgia here, and so I, I it's not like a huge difference between me and you, but we do flip it from Reading and Aberdeen. So you like Reading and I like Aberdeen a little, a little bit more, and maybe it's there's recently biased to this, and there's mm. definitely that's definitely something to take account for. But what are we on now? Four. So what is four. your four? Uh, Harrisburg. Yeah. So definitely talk to me about the experience here because your experience was much better than mine. Uh, Harrisburg. So what we went during promotion night, uh, which is always great. The store there was great. I really, it was a big store. I got a hat there. I remember the store. Mascot was walking around. I got a picture with the mascot. Hmm. I what his name was, but goofy looking guy. Most of them. I enjoyed the concourse. You know, you go behind home plate and there's like 
then you're behind like the actual like yeah you're like right so that's one of the stands i haven't talked about this yet like you're walking right, like that walkway yeah you're right behind yeah home plate. So you're right near the field that's there, i like there's that. a walkway there then there's the actual concourse area you go behind the you know the home plate area and behind like the actual like you know where they have like the press booth and stuff like that and that's where you get like your food and stuff there's also like when right when you walk in there's food booths and carts but you can also even walk down to like field level and then like they have booths back there and stuff yeah it's like a lot to walk around to which is nice there's a lot i think to see uh with that i my unique experience was just sitting in what left field or something and talking to one of the players got a foul ball well not a foul ball a ball just from him you were talking to one of the players yeah he caught the ball and then he threw it up to me oh right and then i dropped it that story yeah yeah and then i dropped it so, you still should have caught it. But it's it's nothing too exciting there. It's a nice stadium. I like how it's on uh, the island there in Harrisburg. So you like the island? I like the island because like, I've been to the island, not just the stadium, but on the island they have mini golf. Mm-hmm. And the mini golf course there is fun. Ooh. It's right on the water there. And uh, you know you can bike around the island. It's really peaceful. It's, mm. it's pretty nice. I would factor that into it as well, but we're only talking about the stadium. So yeah. no, you can't. Unfortunately, but could be a bonus. Yeah, but with the stadium, you I don't know if you can walk behind the outfield. If you can, it's just to get from point A to B, like we've yeah, talked about. It's just they like, have like those outfield cheap seats, which is nice though. Not everyone, not, not everyone has those. Yeah. Um. So those are nice if you want like a really cheap ticket, like a ten dollar ticket to a game, just to sit there, and it's not a bad seat. Yeah. They're not bad seats, but I mean, um. I remember I got a ticket just to stand up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not it's, even a seat. No, you could just walk right into a seat. I mean, yeah. there's no one there. Um, no, it's not sold out. That's the other thing. They're not sold out. It's not. I, I think now it would be a, cool if it was. Yeah. It would no. It would Maybe be cool. for playoffs it is. I haven't been to a playoff game. But it's a cool stadium. Yeah. This again, the stadium itself. Like, definitely, I would say, is a, a, an average or above average for double A. I mean, and, and, you know, like I said, like, the same is good. It's just, I guess, the experience I had not not that great. So I, I probably would have had a little bit higher for that. But I think similar to it is Somerset. Now, you now you haven't been to this one, but you just talked about, you know, the walkway uh, right near the field because the bleacher, the seats, the sections near the field, there's not many rows to it. So you're, you're, if you're walking, it's like, okay, yeah, they're playing a baseball game. I'm walking right near it. You know, it's as if you're like at a park and it's just a game's going on. Sometimes that's the same way. Now, don't get me wrong. You cannot walk in the outfield. There's train tracks there. The parking lot is right, right there. But the train uh, the, the train goes by. I think it's Amtrak, at least with Jersey. That's pretty cool to see. There's a few times where, oh, the train just going by. And if you're on that train, you can actually see a baseball game going on. That was pretty cool. So I, so it might not necessarily be with the stadium. The stadium may not be like the greatest. But I will say that there is definitely things to it that definitely made it made it different. I think one thing that happened a few times, and I actually had video of this, is that when a home run was hit, there was like lights flashing. You know, when, when it comes to like their their highlights, it, it like uh, it goes on, turns off, or whatever. It's really uh, like opposing to the opposing team when when you know they hit a home run and it's like it's like flashing it's like oh my god you know like it's a big moment and i no other stadium does that i think that's really cool i think the other thing and don't there's a not a high wall but it looks like a high wall the fact that you know uh there's there's still the yellow over it the background's kind of cool you can see a little bit of the town there's a, the, a big american flag uh, there's a little bit with like this whatever it's called uh, like call like this gas thing like uh holding like old oil and whatever i think the thing that really made it for me 
was the promotion of Bar uh, Bark at the Park. You know, just seeing dogs there and a lot of people come out with their dogs. You know, my ma was there. She really liked, uh, liked that and just, you know, now you have to contain it. I mean, there's no question about that. Dog can go loose and, you know, maybe onto the field. Who knows? But it was just, I, I like seeing dogs. I, I just, I, the fact that you're allowing dogs to be there. I wish it was more than just on Tuesdays. I mean, I think Lehigh Valley does it, but you can only do it in a certain area of the state. At least we're here. It didn't matter. You could bring your dog anywhere. Along, of course, as long as not on the field, but also just the players that played there. I already talked about Dominguez, a top prospect for the Yankees. Chapman coming off of Rehabbing Sign, Harrison Bayer coming off of it was really That's really cool that I'm not going to see Yankee games live, but I can see them at minor league games. So I do, if you do really want, and I was close to seeing Luis Severino, very close to see him. So if you do want to see major league players, you can do it at a discount at minor league stands. So that's definitely something else to keep track of. I know it's a bonus for me and not necessarily for you, but. At the same time, I watch Major League Baseball a lot, and I follow them through fantasy baseball, through just my love of baseball, and it's just like, yo, they're playing for the same organization, but they're putting on a different uniform, and they're doing it, even even though you come out and you mostly see pure minor leaguers, it's cool and unique, and just it, just, it switches up a little bit when you see a Major League player on there, and just change the whole, like, dynamics of watching a minor league game, so that's really cool, and I think, again, the timing was right, I think otherwise it would be... Uh, maybe six or seven, maybe five, which it's not that uh, far off from four, but I think that really did it for me for Somerset. So now we're into the top three, which is what? Third pick, I don't know, uh, Lehigh. Mm. It's a very nice stadium. Compared to other minor league stadiums, it feels new. I mean, it's Coca-Cola Park. You can walk around the entire outfield. You can lay in the outfield behind yeah. center field. We sat there for a bit and yeah. you know watched the game from there instead of you know where our seats were. Mm -hmm. And I was fine with that. Like it's peaceful out there. It's nice. They have you know as you're walking to the outfield, they have more stands that stretch further than you know your regular concourse. So it's not just behind home plate is where the food is mm -hmm. or the drinks or you know whatever the store. It's on the sides as well. They also had like a picnic area you could sit in. They had games you could play on one of the sides. Their store was very big, which I enjoyed. Like right when you walk in, you turn left. Or if you're coming in from the uh, third base gate, uh, you walk in, there's a store there. And it was big, great selection of stuff. I didn't get a hat there. Oh, you should have. I asked I, you. I know. I Last time to, I was there. I got to go back and get a hat next year. Because I do enjoy that stadium. You know, with that... It's nice how you can walk around the whole stadium. It has an upper deck, actually. So you walk up, you go inside, walk up a big flight of stairs, and you're in the upper deck that's, you know, in that upper portion, you know, above the concourse. And I, and I love that. It's not just the lower deck seating, which a lot of stadiums do kind of, minor league stadiums kind of just stick to, um, because how many seats are you really going to be filling? Mm -hmm. So I like this upper deck portion. And then behind home plate, they had seats... Un, like underneath it was yeah we talked about yeah that. we did you see um, that on tv yeah you see it yeah, yeah but i've never seen that before in person and i thought that was cool if you mm -hmm. got to sit there um so this is uh definitely one of these top three contenders and i enjoyed it a lot yeah and great, and, great scoreboard so i i definitely will say and there's not that much to add because i also have lehigh at, at three and i don't want to say this like a major league ballpark i will say that another triple a team that they face it is definitely, I think, major league. But the the one thing I that you should touch upon more is the right field. It's kind of it's it's big. It's 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 taller than most. And it's full of advertisers, but it's it's higher. And and that's definitely something where the dimensions come into play. 
into that bullpen out in, in left field i do I, I have to admit the scoreboard is worth mentioning i do love the grass they give you the option to sit down there as if you are watching a concert on the grass i mean how can you not walking around is kind of cool i'm going to bring up my my number one that walking around is is not just actually doing it and just seeing what it's like but also like there's something to it that really like define where you are and what what the team is but with lehigh walking around is yeah there are a lot of things to, to do there left field uh, right field like there's a lot of places to go eat when you're on the right field concourse like there's so much that you could choose from the stores right there but there's really nothing much more to add to what you said it is a very great state i i think not even just nice just great and I do definitely think that when you look at this stand, you're like, this is the best, one of the best minor league stands. It's AAA. So at least it wasn't lesser than AAA. And if it was more so, then I would say, you know, then it might be major league. But still, really great stadium. We ha- we agree on that one. And I definitely will say that's the closest one to us in terms of at least being in the same state. You know, I guess you could say Trent's a little bit close. You could say Willington's close. I think Willington probably is the closest one to Philly, proximity-wise. But in the state, Lehigh Valley, is, and it's probably the better one because this is AAA. All the other teams I'm going to bring up is not AAA. The other one that's closer is Scranton, and that's it. You have to drive past Allentown to get up there. But still, I do really recommend that you guys go to Lehigh Valley, see an Iron Pick scan. You might see a few feelings. Bryce Harper was there early in the year, you know, rehab assignment. Like, you don't know who you're going to gonna see. And and just uh, and I know that may take away the spirit of the minor leagues, but still. Go out there just to see what we're talking about out in center field. And maybe I, I recommend this. Brand baseball, brand glove, how to catch as a baseball game's going on inside a stadium. That would be really cool. And maybe you will catch a, a baseball too. I mean, again, you got to bring those gloves. You can catch with a hat, but if you want to have a catch with someone, and feeling like as if it is a picnic, I think that would be a special, unique moment and feeling as you do during a baseball game because you're not like going to do that at a Phillies game. They don't give you space to do that. There's a lot of space to do that here and at my other minor league stands. So now on to number two, which is what for you? I put Altoona. I made a last-second change here. Mm. And then you're going to be like, well, why? You didn't even see a game with the other one. Uh, Altoona is uh, number two for me. So Altoona, we went July 4th weekend. It was packed, mm. which made a like huge that. difference. Yes. It made me want to be there. I had a great time, you know, a ton of people there. And what I like about the stadium the most is, compared to other minor league stadiums, it feels the biggest. Mm. So it feels more like a major league stadium. <laughs> there is no outfield seating when it comes to behind, you know, third base, home plate, first baseline. There are two deck, the lower deck and the upper deck, but it's like a full, It both are huge. And when you go to the concourse on the other side, like inside, you have it's a completely like enclosed kind of concourse. Like you're not, you can't see the game unless you walk to your, you know, to the little like tunnel to get to your section. Hmm. You can't see the field from you know, inside. So you have your food stands, and then you walk up to the second section, and there's stands up there too to get food and drinks and all oh, that. Wow. So it's like a full yeah. thing. I mean, <laughs> and then on the upper deck, I think that's when you can see the field from up there but the lower deck you can't i don't think if i remember correctly and the store was really small unfortunately i don't know if there was more than one but the one store we went in pretty small had a good selection of stuff i got a hat there that i really like but behind the field is where it kind of like blooms for me like they have a a, there was an old amusement park back there it's like it's still kind of running but they have a roller coaster right behind uh center fieldish right fieldish area and it is, you know, a roller coaster that does work, and it was running during the game. Mm. And it says on the side of the cars, the roller coaster carts, or whatever you call them, it said, go curve. 
yeah. for that to occur. And it was really cool <laughs> to see that running. And then behind that, you have all the mountains and all the trees and everything. And it's mm. just very cool, scenic area that it's in. Yeah. That's what, I mean, and AA will probably bring this up with his number one or number two, whatever it is, but scenic areas make a big difference. They do. You know, you don't just have a development behind or nothing behind there. There was a parking garage, like, in left field. That's where you park. And, like, behind that, you have a major roadway uh, behind the field, but or, you know, behind home plate, behind the stadium. But that's fine. And But I really enjoyed the atmosphere of it all. Um, and it's, I mean, for being where it is, Altoona is not, you know, in a huge, like, Altoona's, I guess, near Pittsburgh. But it's kind of, you know, it's more in the mountains out there. So you're not near a city necessarily. Uh, but it's it's a nice area. Uh, stadium was really cool. That's about it. I mean, not like I said, I'm pretty simple with this stuff. Uh, but it was I really enjoyed just being there. Especially, I think what kind of sways my opinion is how many people were there. Yeah. How many uh, people actually attended? How far is Altoona from here? Because that's definitely probably something. like four hours or so. Do you think it's worth doing that for me? The fact that well, it's like in your top two. I think what you can do, and this is something I don't know how you want to do. It. So I, my original plan was, oh, and it didn't happen. It was, oh, I can go out to Tuna, and the next day go up to Erie. It's about an hour or so away, maybe an hour or two uh, north of there, but go up to Erie and see a Sea Wolves game. Or wherever mm. they are, Sea Dogs, Sea Wolves, I forget. Uh, we didn't do that, but I wanted to do that, and you can do that. So go to Altoona, then go up to Erie, and then go down to Pittsburgh and see a major league game, and then go down, and I've been <laughs> planning on this, if I go to Pittsburgh to see a game there, because I've never seen a game out there yet. One of the best stadiums in baseball. Yeah, and I want to see it so bad. You go south into West Virginia. It's not that far. You go south in West Virginia, you can see a minor league game there. The yeah. only team they have in West Virginia, and you can go see one there. Oh, then, huh, I want to go to take a whole week off, go to Ohio. You can go see games right over the border. Yeah. So it's a great baseball area because everything's not super close, but you have that option to go. To, if you take enough time off you know, from work or whatever you're doing, you know, take a good vacation and you want to see all those stadiums, which I, that's something I kind of want to do. You have those options there. Yeah, and that's definitely something that we might have to do together. Actually, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this because I, I was, we know we we know Scott. I know I talked about Scott the fact that he was on the movie episode. If you want to be in that area, I'm not sure if Scott's going to be down with it just to, just to kill more birds with with one stone. We you, we all have to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is in Cleveland, you know. But my thing is that I don't I'm not sure if I'm ready to see a Pirates game again because as as you mentioned earlier, I'm a type of guy that's like one and done, you know. But at the same time, Pittsburgh is a great baseball stand, PNC Park. But I do want to see more Miley stands. It's just the problem is now it's going to be way farther out of my way rather than having to be in Jersey, Delaware, mm. PA, or Maryland. So, uh, And I mean, maybe West Virginia, but I still think that's a little far. Uh, I think North Carolina is kind of like, you know, asking for it. I mean, we talked about seeing that one team. But still, it's all about within your limitations. And I definitely think that it, I didn't think about that. That's a really good idea just to go go far and then see a lot of places that are pretty close, which unfortunately you have to stay a little bit overnight. I'm not a huge fan of that, but, you know, you got to make ends meet, and that's something that you got to put up with. But I was almost thinking about changing my one and two. And I, what I will say is that Scranton is a major league stadium, okay? Like, if you see this bar part, you're like, you could theoretically be at a major league baseball game. Like, that. that's what the stadium itself looks like. And Greg, you know, you just touched upon it with the scenery. It's it's really nice. I mean, there's 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 like like boulders and rocks out in right center field. You have you can sit on the grass and and that's mainly you can sit on it close to center field. And which of course again, there's something with the batter's eye. You can't be out in center field. 
Uh, but right field is just, they have a bar out there and bleachers. So, like, that's kind of emulate a little bit of Yankee Stadium. But then, yeah, you can sit, like, as if you are at a park or, like, uh, at the end of, like, a, like the bottom of a mountain, you know. And that's kind of cool with uh, just having a baseball stadium be right there. There's woods and, and trees. And, and you go all the way up. You have to, like, climb and climb a little bit. That's, like, a shopping center. So, like, you know, like, you're dealing with, like, ground level and stuff with that. But... This is just a, this is, again, I think this is the best theme in terms of the playing field. But when it comes to, like, in everything in totality, my number one has a little bit of an edge to it just because, like, it was, like, special and unique to this specific team. And that's kind of really interesting. The one thing that's interesting with, with Scranton, which is the rail riders, is that they do have train tracks around the stadium, near the stadium. Like, like when you're coming into it and, like, the parking lot, you see the train tracks. And it's not, I'm not sure it's still working anymore, but the, I remember coming from, because I, I wanted to save on parking, I parked in that shopping center. I had to go down a hill. When I got down that hill and I'm walking to this game, you could see those train tracks as you're going to the stadium. And I just felt like, oh, that's real, really cool that they live up to their name. And I guess that's something, too. I mean, I know the Iron Picks can't necessarily like do that anything like next to the field. I guess maybe the mascot, but that's really it. I don't really contribute the mascot that much and really care about it that much. But when it comes to the stadium, man, it's a AAA team, but it feels like major leagues. And then just it's it's so scenic. I mean, not just from home play looking onward, but just being out there. Like this does not feel like you're at a baseball stadium. It feels like as if you're going on a hike on a trail. Like that's what it really felt like to walk around in center right field. Left field, it's just like I think it just had to do with like some stands, you know, like uh, and and there might be a bar out, out there too. But still, I really I think what really did it for me was center and right and right field. And also the other thing too was that I did see Jerry's Familia on a rehab, uh, not a rehab sign. He was just recently signed by the Red Sox around that time in which, you know, he had to make a few minor league appearances. And then also it was just a Red Sox-Yankees game. So I've never been to that in the majors, but I'd been to one in the minors. And unfortunately, I didn't see, like, the whole game. I got there late, but this it was really cool to still sense the atmosphere of, like, oh, yeah, we hate the Red Sox because it's Scranton. That's close to New York. It's the New York affiliate team. Of course, they still hate the Red Sox. There was still a few Red Sox fans out there but still like to have a, a big league rivalry still happen in the minor leagues was really cool and i definitely took that into account now what is your number one so my number one i haven't seen the game there oh come on man does uh, it really it's, count it's about and that's the thing how we were talking about you know well how many people are at that game that yeah. kind of sways your opinion it does there's not many people here obviously but it's different it's different than any other ballpark mm-hmm. so this is in Kannapolis, north carolina Home of the Kannapolis Cannonballers. It's really far. Uh, yeah. But the stadium is actually, I don't, I think it's like considered like a public park. Ooh, I like that. So it's open. Like when I went down there, it's a brand new stadium too. In the past few years, they just built it. Okay. When I went down there, it was when COVID first, you know, happened. When it first came about, it was that summer of it. So 2020. And there, no one was playing games. Mm-hmm. All seasons of all sports were, I think, canceled that summer. I, th- I don't think they did MLB at all. Uh, they did a little bit of a MLB little bit, yeah. in the 2020 season. With that, it was still open to the public. Yeah. And they had their promotions going on, even during... And you'd be like, what promotions? They had Dollar Dog Day the entire day. I went there for lunch one day and just got a bunch of hot dogs and then went home. I mean, there were actually people there all times a day. Yeah. And there was no game. The store is really good there. It's not a huge stadium. Like, you walk in, and it's you can see the other side clearly right across the field. There's not much popping up in the way. It's in a new development area, so there's no scenic environment around it. But what's cool is 
You can walk around the entire field. You can lay out, I think, in the outfield. I'm going to watch the game from there. On the third baseline side, near left field, they have, like, I think a playground. They have a huge picnic table area that you can sit in, a ton of picnic tables. In right field, they have a bar. Mm-hmm. And then they have seating below that bar, which reminds me of, like, a major league stadium in a way. Yeah. They have seating there, and then they have, you know, your railings that you can lean up on and have the little, like, t- you know, those little table railings. Mm-hmm. You know, set your food there, set your drinks there. And so it was, like, a completely, you know, this whole, like, walkway back there as well. It was really cool. And then, you know, behind home plate, they had their concourse. Not huge. They only had, like, I think two or three food options. Huh? Or, and they're all the same. I think just different areas. Oh, that's not good. But the seating was nice. I mean, I have a picture. I'll show double A here. Uh, yeah. I zoom in a bit. So the seating's nice. You know, the lower it does deck look seating. Very new. And there's an upper deck uh, seating area as well with some box seats. So that's nice. Oh, well, that's a dog. I just uh, showed him by accident. Oh, no. Uh, I like puppy. dogs. Oh, that's a puppy at the time. Yeah, no, and I just like how it was really new. And I like that, how it's open. I don't know all year round, mm. but most of the year it's open when there's no games going on. You can just. You, you can grab your food and just sit in the stands. Mm-hmm. It's all and just look at the field. And I just saw a video the other day, actually on TikTok. Uh, it's a social media app where people post videos. <laughs> that, yeah, because I don't. And they were just TikTok. doing a kickball tournament at that field the other day. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, because and I you show me the picture. I'm like, it's weird just to see an empty field. Yeah, like it's so got to be they, occupied. They use it for other things. And the great thing about the surrounding area, the direct surrounding area, you can just walk right into the field. Like it's not. Have you ever been to? Kind of how uh, the Nationals stadium is. I've been, I've been, I've been to Nationals. It's not like you just kind of like walk in. It kind of feels like a part of the area that you're already in, and that main street you're already in. This is how it is. Like there's a a town. The stadium is in Canapolis, and you have this new development area right around that field. Bars, restaurants, whatever it is, you can just walk right into the stadium there, and then you know it's like kind of one and the same. It doesn't feel like you're out of that area. It kind of feels like it's an urban or suburban stadium. So it's not separated from the town that it's in, which is mm. really cool. So it's a great I, – I really enjoy the area as well as the stadium. So I think that's why it's my number one is that there's a lot more to it than just – it's a stadium that's kind of plopped in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's not much around it. Yeah. Uh, there is stuff around it. Um, there is no scenery mm. in terms – I mean, there's some. There's a huge building uh, that used to be some an old mill of some sort. Now I think it's used for scientific – people i don't know okay i don't know what the whole thing is about that but um no it's it's you know it doesn't have that huge mountain area behind it but i don't think it really needs that i mean it it's very peaceful to go to and the fact that it's open all the time is also a, a bonus to it i think that that and that definitely you don't see that from most stadiums and i feel like with that being said maybe some stadiums should do that but i what i will say though is that you gotta gotta give me a promise you gotta see a game there i, I need to but you gotta go back down to the area doesn't like a cousin or a brother just uh, live there? He did, and then he moved. Uh-oh. That's why I don't go there. <laughs> well, you should. I mean, you know, like you guys, get, you, you've been to a stand but didn't see a game. Like you, you can see, you know, there's yeah. a problem with that. Of course. But, but with my number one, it's uh, Lakewood. So this is a this is one where you could go to. It's, it's pretty simple. It's it, it, I guess it's near the shore. I mean, I didn't pass by any beaches or anything. And I think this is definitely one of the next ones you should go to. Where it's the single A or maybe high A, I think it's single of the Phillies. And I have to admit, if the, if this team is pretty bad, that means the Philly future is pretty bad because they don't have a lot of good prospects on this team. And just to talk about the game itself, but the stadium, like I said, it's not going to be better than the Scranton 
rail riders in which again on the field it looks like it's a major league ballpark with this one it does kind of look like single a i think it actually kind of looks like double a actually it kind of looks like it's one class better than actually the class that they're in but the thing that really makes it for me so you have more area to sit on the grass so left field right field like you you can like so left center center and right center you, you can't but then everywhere else in the alpha you can sit on the grass i really do like that that kind of so it's almost like a throwback i didn't mention that but it's almost like a throwback i think that was more of a thing back then but the, the, i mean don't get me wrong the game was fine you know like there's nothing really wrong with the same the background is okay like when, when it comes to trees it does really look like the woods but nothing really especially especially compared to scranton but the thing that really made it for me walk around around left field center field right field it felt like as if and i'm not a big fan of the jersey shore but i've been there before when you you actually feel like you're on the walkway where you feel like as if you're on the boardwalk there, there's the high chairs like the lifeguards were where they sit on and, and also you have what's it those sandboxes it definitely made it feel like more as if like okay I'm on the boardwalk, but also it's a baseball game. Like, I just love, just like you're talking about with Kannapolis, that, like, I'm at a baseball stadium, but there's no game going on. You know, just two different concepts there, things to do, places to eat, and just make you feel like as if you were actually on the beach, even though you're at a baseball stadium. Like, how can that possibly like happen how can that really be real am i dreaming right now that's what it really felt like and again i'm not a beach person but i'm like comparing it to like how people usually think i i definitely do think that people would love this facet of this stadium and i mean what i I'm, I'm seeing a picture of it right now there's a thing where you could toss it where like you know like onto the bottles or something like that balance house you know i think there was something with, with basketball there and just the, the, there's many golf like things you would typically see at the boardwalk but i think for the most part they try to emulate it and actually do it maybe maybe the season changes and maybe they, they they take a few things away because in the fall you know it's not the same as the summer and i'm not sure what they exactly do in in april but i do really like this day i do and maybe it's because it's a philly of the phillies i mean i'm not like a phillies fan or anything like that but at least they have the grass i mean i i think that's a huge part of it for me and again i just it's just so cool to try to like you're at a baseball state and try to work something some concept else into it because they are the blue cross they are jersey shore like what do you think about and they really get it like oh, the only way you can experience this and it, it, you know it's our team is to come to the stadium like i think they really provide you a great reason to go to the stadium like why go to the beach when you can feel like it and then also see a baseball game because you're not going to see a baseball game at the beach. Like there's no, there's no way. Even if you do it on sand or even a football game where you know everyone's tripping on the sand or whatever the case may be. No, this is the, I think this is the perfect combination, and I think there's nothing that we've been to that can really emulate that. Especially when it's the t- it's where they are in Jersey. It's the team. Now it's not like you're going to see. I mean, what was it? Claws or crabs? You know, like, it's not like you're actually going to see that. But still, what do you think about Jersey Shore? When you think about cl- blue claws, is essentially the beach and there's a lot with that so i i applaud them for doing that and again it's i think it's a fine area that it's in i mean i don't necessarily remember a whole lot of it but in the atmosphere not great but i think again i think the one thing that just really put over top is what i just been talking about and that's that can't be understated i do really think if you go to sam it's mostly because of that and sure, if you want to leave like after like six or seven innings because you experienced already what I was talking about, okay, fine. But I do think that again, try having a stadium, try to emulate something else in which it, it's you know like their team. It's actually who they are. They are 
a, a thing that relates back to the beach, and they can actually make it happen. They made it happen in a baseball stadium, so it's just really cool. And with that being said, that's our what top minor league stadiums. And you know, how would you like to uh, when it comes to minor leagues in general? I guess maybe talk about stadiums in, in, in general. How would you wrap up this conversation because we really covered a whole lot today. I mean, with these, we talked about our favorites in terms of the ones we've been to. Yeah. You got to go to and more. I have to, but the funny thing about no, it is... people. We're, we're, people. Yeah, yeah, but there's not even... You know, it is crazy how many stadiums exist. We, like, that's we, absolutely we true. We have been to a extremely small percentage, probably. Like, yes. I don't know, like uh, 2%, maybe. Yeah, 3 buddy, Probably yeah. a little bit more than that. But yeah. there's so many out there that I want to travel to that, like... And this is for everybody as well. There's so much out there. Mm-hmm. So don't just limit yourself at what's around you. Make a vacation or a trip out of it and yeah. go somewhere fun. Yeah, and I definitely I, – I mean, again, it's baseball, right? And just like it, it's it's cheaper. There's greater promotions. It's faster. Like I do really think that when it comes to watching baseball games, minor leagues are better than majors. And I'm going to just say that right now because I am the consumer that wants to be efficient with my money. I don't want to spend a whole lot of money either i guess you know people have called me cheap before i respect that and so minor leagues is just a win-win and i and i understand again they're not taking that seriously i think you should and and when it comes down to it i mean it's not like you're giving them a whole lot of money it's not like you're giving them a whole lot of your time it's something to experience it's something that gives you excuse to travel and i do really think that what we're just saying is that something you should capitalize before it's too late i mean we we say on the all the time this podcast there's a whole lot of things to do and talk about on this serve. I think that this is a really small part of it. I know sports is not like the most important thing in the world, but if you really want to enjoy yourself, and people say all the time, oh, I want to have fun, even though you're not going to like, you know, like dance and like, and party and feel like, you know, like a, like, a, like a whole lot of things, you're not going to like get that. But at least if you are really into sports, or even if you're like, you like seeing entertainment, and this definitely is a form of it, you should definitely go out and try it. So just to wrap up the episode here, what do you have to say in terms of, this podcast, I mean, this is the hundredth episode. I know that was like the first thing that we really talked about, but like, I, we're here, you know. Like, what do you guys say about that? I mean, it's kind of well, yeah, awesome. Like I said, I mean, you, you come a long way. Mm. Made this long journey of a hundred episodes, but just like with the stadiums, you have a lot more to go do. Mm-hmm. You have a bright future with your podcast, Double A. Uh, and why are you laughing? It's a great podcast too. So many topics you've covered. Yeah. From sports, which is probably your favorite topic to talk about, maybe. I don't even know if it's your favorite, honestly, because you talk about philosophy and yeah. like stuff like that. Your movies as well, you love that. And you have so many more topics that you're going to start introducing that you haven't even talked about yet. Yeah, there's, there's um, definitely so, so it's a huge platform that you have access to, and I think it's uh, great. It's wonderful. And you listen podcast. to the, and you listen to the podcast. Like uh, what, yeah. uh, Now, uh, it's not like I can reach out to my fans, you know, because you got to reach out, okay? Like we're on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're not on TikTok. I know you mentioned that. What is something that you really like about this podcast like, or like maybe just feedback because I don't typically hear a whole at least recently I guess like from my listeners like what's something that you think of like something that comes to mind well I just like you sharing your opinion and that a lot of other people have a lot of other opinions and yeah. that's the most talked about thing when I hear fan feedback they always bring up well I don't agree with this or I do mm-hmm. actually agree with this or mm-hmm. I think this is kind of crazy or cool that's what I hear the most of like they they really enjoy this show when they listen to it and uh, the, the fans out there, the audience. Especially in and, your household. In my household and my other friends, yeah. They talk about it a lot. And it's, you know, it, it's a great 
topic of conversation is this podcast and the stuff you talk about and even the guests you have on. And I, I, had to, I had to admit, just thinking think about it, like I bring up all those topics because it's worth talking about, right? And my fear is that if I don't talk about it, is anyone else going to talk about it, you know? And I actually smile when you said like they disagree because I think at the end of the day, what I really would say is that I love disagreement. Like it's part of the First Amendment. It's it's why I have a podcast, right? Like like I think anyone could do what I'm doing, and I do really think that if you if you're saying I have a future, I think you could have your own podcast, Greg. I mean, you know, like I think anybody can do because it's really just giving your opinion and not minding the microphone, not minding that you know people might try to bring you down or like you know like try to force something on you. But for for me, I'm like. I understand. I actually kind of understand where they're coming from rather easily than most people. That's that you gotta be open-minded. That's another topic. Literally anything could be a topic, and that's just the world that we live in. So I have, I have to admit, this is definitely something that I I love doing. I know that you like listening to it. Maybe it's not like the most you know most listened podcast that you might listen to because I know you know you hear me as, enough as it is already, and you know we text enough as it is already. But I am fairly surprised about how far we've come because i know sam said oh how about just make i don't know like nine episodes right like in the first year or whatever and i'm like this just brought me back so much to the days of whss of doing radio and just like we do it all the time without like having a microphone we just talk to ourselves about a certain time or just with people and where does that conversation go like it, it may go to great places but then there's no mean to record it Right, there's like you don't remember exactly what you guys talk about because you know you guys didn't have a microphone or a camera on you. Like we talk to people all the time, and it's like we can actually get something really out of it. But for me, this is almost like I think Ryan said it beautifully with with Gabe. It's almost like a journal. If I record what I say, and other people come on and they say what they say, then at least then it's like okay, I can take this away and I can go back to this moment of this episode rather than like going back into your memory bank saying like, wait, I kind of said this, but I kind of you know forget what you said. Like it kind of gets lost. I don't want to say in translation because you know that is a movie with Bill Murray, but still, I'm happy about you you know about where we are, and this is and this is for you. This is not for me. I mean, I you could argue. That it is for me. I'm not going to disagree with that, but and I do like to talk. But at the same time, it is meant for everybody, and hopefully more people come on. I know there's definitely going to be some people who have came on and want to come back, and I'm not going to say no. But hopefully there are new people out there, new listeners out there, and hopefully we can progress into something. Maybe I don't know what a goal would be. I maybe you might have to help me out with that one. But I'm always like, we hit a hundred. I know an easier goal would just be, you know, say 200, because again, topics have been coming to me, like rapid fire, you know, in the Sydney church, or walking, and I see this, or I think about that, but what would be like a, a goal, you think, to uh, go into this, uh, to go into the next journey, past 100 episodes, like what's something that you think is not only feasible, but also a little bit challenging? For this podcast new experiences that you know develop new topics like hey like i want to talk about let's say you want to talk about the grand canyon or something and then you say well let's go there first boom that's a challenge that's a goal so kind of combine your goal your normal life goals or what do you want to do with this podcast now because hmm. then you can talk about it after yeah like that's a goal there so instead of just aiming for a certain amount of episodes aim for experiences that you can get out of this podcast sure that like you know yeah, like I said, you can make a whole episode about the Grand Canyon or Canada or going to a new stadium for baseball or something. Yeah. Like drive your real life experiences through this podcast, I think. I think that I think that's a good idea. But Greg, 
great talking to you. Great, great episode. What do you guys say to the people as we say goodbye? Because I always say goodbye. You know, you might as well. Uh, I say keep listening. Well, I always say keep, that. Keep but this that's, guy. That's easy. Keep this guy in business with his own podcast. That's free. No, I mean just thank you for listening. Without, without an audience interaction. say cheers cheers to that cheers to that follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at high voltage with double a